Welcome back. This is another episode on the Going All In podcast. I literally just got back like two out and a half hours ago. Yeah, something like that. Um, from LO Conference. And if you don't know what LO Conference is, it's um, Sadie Robertson hosts a Live Original Conference for girls um, of all ages. And that was in West Monroe, Louisiana. So literally have been on the road all day. Um, but I was, I'm excited to record this episode yeah. and just fill you guys in what I got filled up with. And yeah, just want to just want to talk about like, um, college, you know, everyone's going back to college. If you're not on campus and you're online, just want to talk about, um, just some encouragement for that. And, um, yeah. So can you good. acknowledge the new sign behind us? Acknowledge, um, acknowledge. Yeah. Acknowledge. So I've, I've, I literally forgot about that. Look at our new sign. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. If you're not on YouTube, you're on Spotify, but Kyle today, his dad and him built us a new sign for um, podcasts, so <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I told you guys on the last couple episodes that we're we're trying to give the trying to give this baby a facelift. <laughs> so this is the first step in doing so. Uh, other things we have planned eventually are more expensive and may not happen for a while. Yeah. So if you're also on YouTube, can we also acknowledge that Kyle's trying to copy me? Yeah, so on our last episode, we did a Hat Wars game at the very end. <laughs> if you stuck around for that, uh, you, you got to leave a comment on our YouTube channel telling us whose hat you thought was better. And no, I don't think anybody answered, so <laughs> maybe nobody listened all the way to the end. Maybe that's why. But anyways, uh, giving it an earlier mention today... I no, am wearing no. this hat. Here's the thing. Which I had long before Allie. But here's the thing. I came home wearing this hat, okay? And you literally just walked into the closet and put it on. And you, the only reason you put it on was because I had my cool hat on. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm going to be honest. He was trying I'm, to compete I'm with I'm looking me. at the camera, and I'm just, I just want you guys to know I would never wear this hat unless this right now. there was somebody next to me wearing a hat <laughs> like mine. And he's our admitting hats are like the same. He's admitting kind. that he looks weird with it on. Oh, a hundred percent. I look like Super Mario <laughs> with this big old trucker thing look on at my me forehead. Real quick. Look at my me forehead. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it, it sits his, up like five inches off his, my head. It makes his ears literally like floppy oh. out on the side, and it's like. <laughs> Farmer Joe over there, you know. And when his... I have it backwards, oh, it's probably a better look. Yeah, let me look. See, but your ears are smushed in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, maybe just ditch the hat. I think I'm just gonna wear it backwards. Let's do that. I like that. Okay. So, getting started with this LO conference recap episode, and I'm sure in the next couple of weeks. You'll probably be, we won't necessarily have an episode devoted to it, but you'll probably mention something because as you continue to reflect and 
you're probably not going to be able to think about everything yeah. right now because you literally just got home. But literally. I'll start it with uh, with just a ground zero question for you just to kind of help you out. Yeah. And let's go back to before you even went to the conference. Uh, what was your expectation going into it? And then I'll follow up, follow up with you about what happened okay. after you know you got there. So I don't know about you guys, but if you ever go to like um, a church service or a conference or just something different other than just a Sunday service or a Wednesday night service, um, it's like there's like this excitement that's built up, you know, before, you know, like a concert, like you are expecting to just have a great time. So that's what I was expecting to have. I was expecting to go be filled up. I was expecting to go to just be um, restored and just have all this kinds of inspiration. I really was walking into this conference thinking I am expecting to just be inspired by the Lord through the people that are going to speak and through the people that are going to lead. And I mean, it was it was a good expectation to have Mm -hmm. because um, I remember one thing you told me before you went was that like you weren't going into it, you were trying not to go into it with any sort of, like, specific expectation. Yeah. Like, obviously, you had the expectation for God to move, but you didn't go into it with, like, the expectation of worship is going to be super impactful. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was. Oh, yeah. But you tried to not go into it with any sort of, sort of specific, specific thing yeah. to put God in a box. No. And, um... No, I think it's good to expect God to move. Like, I was expecting that, you know? And um, I think when you're expectant for just whatever God has for you when you're walking into something, um, it makes you more um, receptful. I don't know the word used. um, For what he's going to do. And Mm -hmm. it it postures your heart in the right place. It it postures your attitude in the right place in your mindset. So there's a lot of things to be excited for, you know, so. All right. So transitioning into the actual conference itself. And if, if I don't ask you a question about something that you really want to talk about, just talk about it. Okay. Okay. But, uh, it was a two-day conference. It was an evening and then all day the next day. Yeah. Let's start with night one. What was, uh, let's say, your first impression of the conference? Was there, was there something somebody said night one? Was it an experience when you walked in the door? I know when we went to Passion Conference, one of the things we were blown away by was the door holders and the intentionality behind that. So that is a, a touch that they put on the conference before, before it even started. You know what was, what happened on night one that just captivated you? So the speaker um, was Charlotte Gamble, and super powerful, straight to the point, truth, no fluff. One thing that she said, I think it can be really relevant um, to this generation because she was talking on. I'm not gonna like. Don't quote me on this because I'm just gisting it. But she said something along the rounds of, like, you may be able to be fake with other people on how you're doing, but you can't lie to God. Yeah. You know, like, you can't be fake to God mm-hmm. because um, he needs your honesty, and you need to be honest with him 
but he already knows anyways what you're going through, you know, and he already knows anyways what you're needing to surrender. And so it was so good. I mean, she called women and girls to the altar to pray. And I mean, they flooded. I mean, you saw like there were like 3000, I think roughly around 3000 girls that went to the conference. It was amazing. (laughs) It was so cool to see girls just like worshiping and, um, you know, just doing all the things, uh, coming to this conference. There were some Mm -hmm. girls that literally came alone, drove hours upon hours by themselves just to come to this conference. Um, and that is something to be said, you know, God was definitely moving. And I think people's devotion to coming shows how God was going to move, you know? So that was something from night one that I really enjoyed. Um, But I think another thing why I was so excited to come to this conference was the timing of the conference. Um, You know, people were back to school. Um, Maybe you go to high school, college age, you go on campus, you maybe you're online, whatever. Um, We're getting back into that routine. And literally this past week was my first week back on campus. And it was so cool because um, a lot of stuff was normal. It felt normal. You know, last year didn't really feel normal because COVID restrictions and stuff. So it just felt good to see people on campus. And um, I almost had this renewed joy (laughs) going to college because of that. And so I was expecting, like, God, I just want to, I just want you to pour into me so that I can go back on campus and pour out to others, yeah. you know, and, um, like that was, that was something that I really, um, was trying to be intentional about, um, because I don't know, i just, I have like a renewed joy to just walk on campus and literally be a light for Jesus because of this weekend. And it was just, it was really good. Yeah. All right, so uh, transitioning into day two, was there anything else about night one that you wanted to put a highlighter on? Honestly, um, so I've journaled a little bit, but I'm trying to remember Mm because it was a fast, quick trip, and there were so many good things that sometimes you have to literally sit and ponder. Um, And like I said, you might throw in something next week, yeah. something that you put in your notes might inspire mm-hmm. something that we talk about in yeah. the next coming weeks. But um, day two, day two was it was packed. <laughs> we had a session from 10 to 12 break, two to four break, and then seven to 1030. <laughs> yeah. So it was a packed day. Um, what kind of fun things did you do besides like the sessions? Oh, like talk to the person yeah. who didn't talk to the girl listener who didn't go to the conference. Just tell them because there was a I mean, I didn't even go, but I know there was a yellow photo booth, which there is just, were so for some many. reason it's just fascinating that it's yellow. Uh, so that was super fun. Okay. <laughs> and then outside of that, there was all these vendors and stuff. No, there were so many photo booths, like so many. I mean, you had so many opportunities to take pictures for social media. So that was one fun thing for girls anyways. And then um, during the day in your breaks, you had two hour breaks to get lunch, 
they had food trucks. They had John Luke Robertson's Railway Coffee food truck there, so you could get acai bowl and coffee. They had um, Cheese Louise, which was like this grilled cheese place. They had Johnny's Pizza. Like, they had all kinds of food trucks. And then they had a bunch of small businesses set up like an outdoor market. So if you've ever been to an outdoor market, you go and you shop outside. So there were all kinds of small businesses there. Um, if you know MMA McDaniel, she had her little collection there. I mean, they had all kinds of like merch and just, you could go get merch. You could go get, um, all kinds of stuff. So there was a lot of stuff to do in between sessions. You were never bored. Um, and I mean, it was so cool cause you would see like people that, you know, from Instagram and you know, from influence just walking around. It was like, <gasps> cool that's that's, so neat but um yeah that that those were the fun things um and west monroe you know they have a chick-fil-a so go chick-fil-a and get some food yeah it's hard to beat that yeah um what about day two uh your breakout session creativity so the breakout sessions you got split up into breakout sessions you could choose from fitness health and wellness parenting and family, um, creativity, and um, evangelism. And so it was so cool. Um, We went to the breakout session, and they had two worship leaders just lead the creativity. There was a QA. and a So girls in the audience got to ask them personal, like, questions on creativity and just how to lead and all that good stuff. And they just answered to you, you know, while they were on stage and, it was really neat. Um, but yeah. Tell me about your breakout session and why you chose it and what you got from it. Um, I chose creativity cause obviously I love to do the podcast and I love to lead worship and create, uh, songs and all that stuff. So, fun fact about Allie. You ask her, Hey, what do you want to do? She says, I want to, uh, meaning like with your life, I want to create, I want to inspire. inspire, and I want to, was there a third thing? Yeah, but I forgot it. <laughs> Those are the big two, though. Uh, she wants to and create inspire. and inspire, and she wants to inspire with her creativity. Yeah. So this was big for her. This is one of her creative outlets, is the podcast, is our social media, because she runs the social media podcast, the podcast social media, her own social media. You would consider that a creative outlet, wouldn't you? I would just... I would say it's just an outlet for people to be inspired. I'm talking about yours. like Yeah. Okay. And then just this, plus she writes songs a lot, so that's a creative outlet for her. And then you like to draw, too. Yeah. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's all kinds of things, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Anything about else about your breakout session you wanted to add? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, what is there that I'm, I've not covered so far? Um, That's important. I have a couple more questions so I in my just, head, but I'd rather I, you talk. Yeah, I don't really want to focus on the like, like stuff that doesn't matter on the trip. Right. I want to focus more on this is what I came home with, and this is the truth that I came home with. And the truth that I came home with was we are the light of the world, and it's our responsibility to be that and a lot of people especially 
since we're in the dark world, there's a lot of dark things, people get scared. People shy away from um, trying to be the light. And, you know, you may be saying, it's dark. It's dark in this world. Yeah, it's dark. It's your responsibility to light it up, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, I came home with that notion that, hey, Allie, you are the light of the world. Wherever I have placed you, I want you to be that. If I've placed you on a college campus, I want you to be the light on the college campus. And whatever that looks like, I'll show you what that looks like. Um, If you're at school, I want you to be that light on college campus. If you're in a conversation that doesn't reflect, you know, the best things, um, I want you to be light in that conversation. So it was just like, there's this type of boldness boldness that you have to have. Um, You have to carry when you want to walk out that verse that, that God tells us, you are the mm-hmm. light of the world. Mm-hmm. And that boldness can only be, you know, it can only be had from Jesus. You can only have that from a life with Jesus. So if you're struggling to be the light of the world because you're scared of what people think, you're scared um, what it may do or just judgment or whatever it is, like I just want to encourage you that, when I went to this conference this weekend and I saw in front of my eyes like hundreds of girls being baptized and choosing God, I mean, in that moment, I was like, everything that's ever scared me or made me fear sharing the name of Jesus and being a light for Jesus doesn't matter. Like, it has no comparison to the joy that is happening in this room right now. And I just think of like, Every time that we step out in faith and we step out in boldness to truly be a light of the world, like heaven is like cheering, just like that whole room was cheering every time a girl came up out of the water from being baptized. So um, context behind that and why I said that is because Thursday night leading up to the conference, I had had, I was just thinking about a speech. I'm getting ready to give in a communications class. It's an introductory speech about who I am, what my values are, what my interests are. And so I'm laying in bed and I can't go to sleep because I'm literally so excited for the next day because we were leaving for Louisiana. And I'm laying in bed and I'm trying to go to sleep, but I can't keep thinking about, I can't quit thinking about this speech that I have to give in a couple weeks. Like I'm trying to structure in my mind, okay, what am I going to say? And I know that I'm not going to be able to give this speech without talking about Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't talk about who I am without saying who I am. And who I am is I want to be a reflection of him. So I'm just like, you know, trying to think of ways. Well, how can I say it without really saying it? (laughs) you know, because fear creeps in and you, you don't want to be, um, I don't know how to explain it. Anyways, I was just dealing with fear in the moment. That's the gist. So I go to this conference and I'm like, who am I to even fear that? Like I am given the opportunity to give a speech about who I am. And Jesus is a part of that. Why would I shut that out why would I hide him under a blanket so I'm like 
like he just gave me a whole new boldness and a whole new desire to literally just do it. Like who cares? So I'm going to walk into that. I'm going to walk into that college class and I'm going to give a speech and yeah, I'm going to say Jesus's name and you know what? I don't care. If I get a bad grade because I talk about him or I get a bad grade because maybe I mess up on something, the fact is that we're called to be bold, we're called to be lights. And nothing that we fear compares to anything. Like, nothing that we fear compares to him. And so I was just reminded of that this weekend because I was just shown, I was just reminded of what being obedient to the Lord, being a light for the Lord can do. And so that is what was, was really encouraging for me. I'm just thinking about not just the conference, but, like, everything to follow, like, going to work, going back to college, doing, working hard and doing my work, but the point of the fact is, I'm not just going to college to, to learn something, but I'm also going to college to, to pour into people, you know, and maybe that doesn't look like, um, what we think it might look like, but just literally being a light, so, I don't know. That's just what's been on my mind the past couple of days. And it's just cool to have a boldness that's mm-hmm. only from the Lord. Yeah. You, you probably kind of already, I, I'm thinking of a question and you may have already answered it, but I'm just wondering when I ask you this, if something really uh, cool is going to pop off your tongue. And my question is, you know, uh, I think Brad Paisley has a song. And he says, uh, you know, if I could write a letter to me, you know, you know what I'm talking about? No, keep singing. This is really um, amusing. <laughs> well, I think it's called Letter to Me. And in the song, he, he's basically talking about if he could write a letter to his 18-year-old self or his 17-year-old self, uh, a, a younger version of himself. And then after he has lived so much life and learned all these lessons, you know, he's, he's just going to write a letter to his younger self and tell him, you know, hey, don't worry about this because it's not a big deal. Hey, you should probably do that because it's going to affect you later on, all these things. And uh, I just wonder, you know, is there anything that the current Ali Joe hammers that's sitting here with me today? Um, after she's already went to LO conference, is there anything that you would tell your three days younger self before you went to LO conference? Just like, Hey, this is what you need to know. Um, I would say exactly what you just said (laughs) that, Hey, this is not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Um, when you, are faced with literally the reality of who Jesus is and how he moves and you just see it, um, everything that you fear, everything that you've worried about from this co- a college assignment to maybe a bigger fear like your family or your friends or something that you're facing like a sickness or a disease, it holds absolutely no comparison to the peace and the strength and the joy that Jesus gives you through that. I'm not saying it's in the absence of it, but it's through it. And, you know, I'm, 
I just got back home and you know there's there's laundry to do and there was college assignments to do and I had you know to-do list to-do list to-do list but <laughs> somebody didn't get the laundry done <laughs> but he cleaned so props to him good job babe anyways you know there's all these little things that I could have been kind of worried about but I was like no I'm not going to worry about that because in comparison to the Lord you know he has control over it and he knows the bigger picture and I think that's what I would tell my three-day younger self you know so yeah yeah well that's good. good stuff hmm you want to talk I about... I don't think I have any more questions, but whatever you want to go, wherever you want to steer I, this ship, yeah, take it away. I want to ask you a question. Go for it. And I want you to encourage the college kids or kids that are going back to school. Yeah. Young people that are, you know, in this busy season of mm-hmm. routine and doing their homework, like... What advice would you give to them? Because he is in his fourth year. Fourth year of <laughs> SIU. That's, that's weird. I'm a, I'm considered a senior. Yeah, babe, Man. you are on top of the can, food chain. I can give some wisdom to you these could, freshmen, and that's why I'm asking you. So just give some wisdom yeah. to maybe even another senior that's listening, or just people that are going back to school whether it's mm-hmm. in high school or that's in college or maybe you're just in a busy season what encouragement would you give them to just be in step with the lord yeah. um, or be a light for the lord okay my number one piece of uh wisdom that i would pass on to that person uh, is a piece of wisdom that i'm constantly having to tell myself mm. and so yeah, it is applicable to, you said, the college senior, because yeah. that's what I am. Yeah. Uh, it's also applicable to the person younger than me, uh, freshman in college or high school. And it's that in the midst of a busy season, as you said, it's going to feel uh, like you have to figure it out really fast. That as things in your life are happening fast, it's going to feel like you have to progress and you have to make decisions and you have to uh, do the right things at that same speed that things are happening. And uh, I want to just tell that person just to be patient. I'm telling myself all the time to be patient because you and I both know in our current situation we're like trying to figure out the next steps. Yeah. And what are those next steps? And like (laughs) three steps ago, we were trying to figure out our next steps, which we're at right now. And so it's this never ending thing. And there's a temptation for the college freshman to think I have to get everything figured out right now. Yeah. You know, there's a temptation for the high school senior to say, I have to get it figured out right now. I have to pick out my, major i have to pick out what i'm going to do for the rest of my life right now uh whenever you get into college it's like a pressure i have to figure out who my spouse is going to be right now um whenever you're married and you're you're almost through college and you're looking and you're you're desiring advancement you know you're going to seek that advancement right now and it's not all going to happen at the speed that you want it to. 
but you don't have to freak out because of that. Yeah. You can take a deep breath. You can buckle in. You can go for a joy ride with the Lord on the way. And you can just say, God, I'm a little anxious. I kind of wish things would move faster. I kind of wish I knew the answers. But I'm going to just ride with you for a little bit. Yeah. I'm just going to live this life and uh, be present with you. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm not really going anywhere with that. Like, that, well, that is the wisdom right you're, there. You're, the wisdom is like... <laughs> You know, we're always, it seems like, you know, we're in a waiting season. And people don't like to be in the waiting season because, you know, you want something yeah. and you're not getting it. And you're like, oh, why am I not getting it? And, you know, but I feel like your desire for something you want can kill what God is trying to do in you through the waiting process. Um, yeah. And that's where you just you have to you have to dig into your word and pray and worship him even in the waiting i mean you know you hear that saying worship while you wait that's real that's true and and we're all called to do it and we all have to wait for something Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what it is but god wants to do something while you wait um so if you just kind of feel like you're waiting yeah so um a second a second piece of wisdom and this is this goes hand in hand this isn't a second one this is like part b yeah. to that is uh i was sitting at church the other day with tw and this guy who i don't know came up to tw and he asked him a question and the question he asked him was you know tw you've got a lot going on tw is our pastor you got a lot going on. Uh, you seem to be doing great. How do you deal with burnout, or how do you prevent burnout? Mm, that's so good. And that's uh, a really good question. It was, and I was so glad that I just happened to be sitting next to TW in this moment because he poured out so much wisdom in the next five minutes, and I didn't say a word. I just, I just leaned back put my arm around my chair and I just listened and it was <laughs> it was beautiful <laughs> but he said uh just very clearly and plainly without hesitation he said t- said the name I can't remember he said what I do number 1 is I I spend time with the Lord because from that place with the Lord everything else flows and then he, he just starts listing off, like, the things in his life, his ministry, his family that are all important. And he says, if I, if I don't approach the throne room of God first, um, then all these other things that I do can't flow from that state. And so I have to get that right before I get anything right. So my second, my part B of wisdom and advice is, Spend time, prioritize time with the Lord. Uh, Literally, I need a mirror right in front of me right now to tell myself that. You need to prioritize your time with the Lord so that from that place, everything in you can flow. Your studies can flow. Your relationships can flow. Your marriage can flow. Your workouts can flow. Your work can flow. Everything can flow. So, yeah. yeah.
That's good stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I just wanted to be able to come back home and just pour out what I've been, you know, given. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, But see us next week. Um, We love you guys. We're thankful for the listeners and just all of you who listen um, to what we have to say. But ultimately, it's just God. And um, we just want to share. We want to be able to, you know, show you guys that um, you're not alone. And there are young people out here that follow the Lord and um, just want to be a light for him. So I hope you have a good week. And remember that you are the light of the world and you are responsible for it. And that's not a bad thing, but that's encouragement and that's motivation to do it all for him. And I really appreciate you guys sticking around to the end because of that. You get to see me watch pour orange juice on Allie's face. No, No, I'm just kidding. It's empty. Yeah. But anyways, have a good week guys. Thanks for uh, being with us. And like she said, you're the light of the world. (laughs) 